Hi, welcome to Full Bleed. Now, with any new podcast, there can be teething issues. Um, I apologise for the less than stellar sound quality in this episode, but I hope you enjoy it nevertheless, and we will be rectifying these issues as we go forward. Anyway, sit back and enjoy the episode. to Full Bleed, a podcast about comics. I am Melissa Trenda, and this is... Hamish Steele. Yeah, so this is going to be like an introduction podcast, kind of like tell you all what we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks, months <laughs> maybe. Yes. Um, I have to apologise for my voice because I have a stonking cold because I was out until five o'clock in the morning yesterday going clubbing, which is not like me. <laughs> You have a cold, I have a mouth ulcer, Yeah. two that merged into one. Like, if you've seen Akira, you know what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> oh, like, no. That on my lip. So we are both perfect podcasting yeah. um, people at the moment. It's fine. We have a kind of, like, mission statement because we, we have seen other comic podcasts and things like that. Um, and I think what we want to do with ours is focus on a few different things. Yeah. I think one is that uh, we are British and in the UK and London, yeah. so we'll be talking more about our perspective and our scene. Yeah. Um, We're massively vain, <laughs> and we just want to explore everything that relates to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that comes with us focusing a bit more on indie and small press comics. Yeah, well, because I, I listened to a couple of... Um, uh, comics podcasts um and like all of my podcasts that i listen to it's really america centric and like that's great and like the information that they're talking about like is like fairly applicable but when they're getting into the nitty-gritty of the comic scene and you know even like pay rates and stuff or like culture at cons and things like it's different here like mm. it is different and you know you've got experience because you've done cons all over the globe hamish well, I done I done some in America. Yeah. And um there's similarities and differences. And yeah, similarly when I see big like Twitter threads where like these are the do's and don't do's of cons, like some of them I'm just like, what do those words mean? What is that all about? <laughs> yeah. Um But the world is shrinking mm. and I think even Americans and people outside the UK will get something out of this. Yeah. Um and that's also to say that we're not like there's no blanket rule about not talking about anything from the big two or Cape Comics as we've got plenty of like Marvel and DC stuff on our shelves. Yeah. And we probably will bring it up. But I think we're not really we're not really like a comic news podcast. No. I, I cannot keep up to date with that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, just like logging on Twitter and like who are we mad at today? Yeah. No, I um, I go to your secret Twitter just to see who we're mad at today. <laughs> I will not be revealing my secret to on this no. podcast. But, um, yeah, we, we, we've we got no, like, blanket rules about what we're not going to talk about. I think it's just that it will naturally come from our perspective. Yeah, and from my part, I kind of want to do a uh, vaguely skills-based, like, the mechanics of comics as well. So we'll do episodes where we have, like, read-alongs, where we'll um, let you know what books we've been reading uh, and what books we'll be talking about in the next episode. 
Um, we'll also be doing interviews with um, London, we're starting London-based um, comic creators, writers, letterers, um, mm. and then also um, I'm really keen to do some episodes about like the the real nitty gritty of getting into like how you make a comic and like what kind of well actually now I'm going to talk about something topical the debate about what brushes do you use does it matter <laughs> if you use certain brushes is it rude to ask about brushes yeah. so like you know I want to talk about let's talk about brushes people that's the thing I think um uh, we are both artists. Yeah. Um, we've both done writing and all kinds of things as well. We didn't know our credentials. <laughs> well, these we are, wrote a list. These are our say. credentials. Yeah. Um, we we come from that world, and I mm. think um, uh, a lot of comic discussion comes more from writers and uh, reviewers and editors actually and editors well. and things like that. So we're going to be talking about that, and I think we're both in various states of like production on our own comics and i'm yeah. sure you'll hear about those as we go forward yeah um so what are our credentials why why who are we to, to... talk to you about comics yeah hamish Steele, who are you <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so um we met at art school yeah um you are the best thing i got out of art school <gasps> <laughs> um and uh i we did a course on animation and illustration, so I do tend to introduce myself as an animator and comic artist. I think animators got more street cred than comic artist. I suppose, yeah. Animator, people go, ooh, like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I do a bit of that. My day job at the moment is doing development on uh, animation projects that goes on forever and ever and ever and hopefully one day will bear fruit um but i am also an uh comic artist and um i do a lot of things on the side um but i have perhaps best known for uh pantheon the true story of the egyptian deities um and dead endia um both released um through Kickstarters and self-published, and then with Nobrow. Uh, Sweet a... publishing money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speaking of uh, differences, I definitely saw something on Twitter about, like, here's the average like payment for a graphic novel, and I was like, bitch, where? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think I remember... I think I remember saying to someone at the... Um, at the art school, um, someone told me, like, there's no money in comics. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, you don't get into comics because you want to be rich. No. That's always, like, a one-day hope. I actually remember this really specific... Um, I tabled at a convention. It cost, like, you know, £50 to get a table or whatever. And I was next to Brian Lee O'Malley, who oh created yeah, Scott yeah, Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. And the movie had come out, and he was selling seconds... And I talked to him very briefly, but I was like, he bought a table to sell his comics to pay rent money. Yeah. And like, he's king of indie comics and... Like, your life just trumpet zooms <laughs> forward in front of you, like, this is your entire picture. It was like, but it was like, A, it was like a joint feeling of, 
um, like happiness and bleakness. Like it actually made it seem like, oh, you're actually on the same level as everyone in this industry. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I get a very similar feeling reading a Chris Ware book, like you know his sketchbook yeah. um, compilations where you just see that he's clearly so depressed and unhappy. And you're just like, yep, this is it. This is what it's going to be like. This is our lot. Yeah, it doesn't... It, success in comics is still success in comics. Yeah. Like, well, it's was, a small world. I was talking to my friend yesterday, and he was. we were catching up, and we were sort of um, talking about what, what my next steps uh, in comics is going to be, because I'm... Um, uh, in a bit of a state of flux at the moment, and he was like, "Oh, Mel, what would you, what would you really want to do if you could make whatever comic you wanted?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, so I've got this really good idea about like this um, sort of cyclical narrative where there's like a mouse, and you have to like tear certain pages apart to like get forward in the narrative." And then he looks at me and is like wow, you're not going to make any money ever. <laughs> and I was like, I know! <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's, like, making money out of comics, and there's being in indie comics, and then there's my kind of indie comics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want anyone to think... Because, like, there are the world is changing, and when you think about how much money certain um, comics are making on Kickstarter, and there's the few people whose whole business is, like doing kickstarters and it's 10 you know hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of money stuff that you know would make the big two very jealous yeah but um you shouldn't necessarily think it's your ticket to fortune yeah i think you've got to have this like solid core of need to produce comics to to sort of get into it and want to like wake up every day and try and make more comics and like i struggle with that with sometimes you know mm. like god um but if you don't yeah i don't know that sounds really pretentious now i'm suddenly like oh god but what if you want us to want to like chill out and like do it <laughs> low-key and normally this is um nine minutes into episode one and i think we will be examining every yeah. asset and every feeling but who are you to say such a thing? What are your credentials? <laughs> Melissa Drender. Um, yeah, so I uh, met you at art school. Um, and you will forever be the camera that I look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vice versa. We sometimes refer to each other as like the office camera. Where <laughs> some shit's going on. Something's going on and we just look at each other with no expression and yeah. say everything. And then we get told off for giggling in the back of the class. <laughs> we once got told off like school children because we were giggling at the teacher yeah. and drawing pictures of her <laughs> we were like 20 yeah anyway so who am i right so i um started making um comics properly i guess when i was at uni and actually my first ever comic was um the result of a 24-hour comic um mm. session and I like if you if you haven't done comics and you're like looking to get started and you're a bit apprehensive, I cannot suggest to you enough locking yourself in a room for twenty four hours, going slightly mad, and at the end of it having almost half of a comic. <laughs> yes. And then you've got almost half of a comic, and then it's you've got to finish it. You know, yeah. like that's that that's that like hurdle that gets you through that. So, um, and it was. A weird comic that you had to turn upside down. It was about a bird 
um, and then I uh, and then I went on to do some other stuff, and we did some really cool um, jam collaboration comics when we were at uni together, which mm. I love. Um, it's interesting. I like comics were not something. I've gone back to art, art school, yeah. which we shall remain nameless at the moment. <laughs> we're deciding. Um, I think it's probably on both our websites. But yeah. anyway. um, and I've gone back to some of their end of year shows, and a lot of them have done comics since, but for some reason on our year, uh, even the word comic was like a bad word. And we it didn't were, exist. No, and, I, and we were really pushing it, and we really created our own, like, mini comic little group yeah. and we're, we're really pushing it and teaching our friends about comics yeah jessica who'd like never done any comics and was like you know beautiful mm. ward kind of illustration like came for a day and did some stuff with us and was probably the weirdest um, yeah, storyteller so among good. us um and i think that's just part of what we like we we try and push that yeah anyway and then so i left uni uh and then um my first big project um, that I did with uh, um, the writer Chris Mole, um, who I'd worked with previously on small anthology stuff, um, sort of said to me, "Do you want to like try and make a a pro, you know, I said pro- pro- proper comic? Do you want to try and make a thirty-two page single, and we'll see what we can do with it?" So um, that was how Brigantia was born. Um, and uh, we will be working on Brigantia 2 at some point this year as well so mm-hmm. yeah I do comics me Brigantia is <laughs> really cool it's like a it's hard it's weird to say superhero yeah but it, it does have it's, it's kind of definitely part, superhero it's part of that world yeah but it's you know I mean that comes from Chris Chris is very into uh, like his sort of traditional superhero tropes of heroines which is very cool because it's not something that I'm actually drawn to in my own stuff um but it's quite nice just being told this is what you've got and you work Mm. with it and I think it's nice putting my own um flair into into a superhero comic which is a genre that I'm not yeah yeah I guess like comfortable in as much as I would be comfortable if I was drawing sad gay girls. <laughs> <laughs> you find a way to do it if yeah. you're going to anyway. So, um, we had the idea that when we invite um, uh, artists and writers and uh, people to come on the show, that we'd ask them a set number of questions, um, just sort of to get to know them. And we thought, as this is our introduction episode, we would fire them at each other. Hmm. So, who's going to interview who first? Well, um, I'll ask you a question, actually. Okay. Um, so, question number one is, why comics? Um, I, um, so I had this moment in my life, um, like, last year, when I went and had a big party in the desert, and whilst I was off my tits, um, just had this like intense um, string of thoughts where I was like, oh God, I'm having such a good time. I need to like find a way of translating how I feel in this moment into a comic so that I can convey the joys and sensations of being in this moment right now. And I need to find out a way of how to do that in a comic. And 
I was very high. <laughs> but like that, that for that moment when I sobered up, sobered up and re- sort of remembered this experience um, of like, you know, you can think about anything that you want in your life when you're when you're in this free space and all I wanted to do was find a way of translating this experience I was having onto a page so that other people could read it and that they could sort of experience a bit of it as well and like that's why comics like not to go a bit too deep I guess but like that that's that's what I love about comics and it's just like a way it's it's my it's the easiest way I think I found of translating thoughts and feelings in my head to other people mm. um and yeah that's fucking why comics man i love that shit hamish why comics <laughs> <laughs> um i think i was quite a lonely child i have two older brothers and uh you know they were my best friends as a child but um I had a really overactive imagination, and way up until I was a bit too old, I was, like, out in the garden playing and, like, imagining stories and things. And so I always, like, not to get too deep. (laughs) Um, Not to get too, like, pretentious, but I see myself as a storyteller. And um, I definitely was always thinking of, I want to make media and, you know, whenever I think of ideas for stories, I'm always imagining this massive budgeted, like, live action movie um but and i think i remember going my brother had studied film at uni and he all his um flatmates were animation students and that's when i was like i'm gonna do animation at uni but um when i started to do animation and i remember in like a levels or whenever i was telling friends like oh, this is the animated series I'm going to make over the summer. Yeah. And here's, like, the ten episodes, and oh. I'm going to do all this. I genuinely... And I was like, I'm going to self-teach myself Flash, and I was very much part of, like, the Newgrounds Flash yeah. animation kind of world. Um, and, like, the realisation slash continued denial that, like... I, I, I worked on so many things that I was like, I barely did any of it. And yet it was like three years of my life focused on, I'm going to make this animated series. Yeah. And a lot of it was like fan projects. So I'm like, why do I think I can put this amount of time into something I don't own the IP of that like, I'm going to make myself? You know, when you watch a cartoon show and there's lots of names in the credits, yeah. it's not someone could do it all if they just had the tenacity. Yeah. Um, so I think it was when I was doing... Um, I still wanted to go to do animation at uni and I had read comics and we'll talk about, you know, all that in the future. But I remember um, a foundation art project yeah. where I had this idea and it started as an animation and I was doing these storyboards and then I was like, realising everyone else around me's final pieces were like a picture and I realised that I had done a book of storyboards and I was like maybe this could just be a comic and that could be my final piece and that part of me was like well that's not enough that you know I want to make this epic movie yeah. um and so I turned it into a comic which became my first web comic I Teen- see bits of that yeah and you actually helped me with it because mm. I did the first issue as my final project at um uh, foundation and then I wanted to like continue it as a web comic and you taught me how to 
colour <laughs> in Photoshop. I was very paint buckety. Yeah. Um, and it's horrible. I don't. I've not hidden it, but I've kept it in like a Dropbox, and I give to certain people who I trust and don't judge me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I just realised that I needed to tell stories, and the cheapest, quickest way, which is funny thinking about it now because it's such a chore. Yeah. But like, was to make comics because you like at the end of the day, you need a napkin and a pen, yeah. and then you can make comics. Yeah. You don't need a sound person and someone making music and, you know, it was just, and I think, I think now I'm at a point where I am working on, like, animated stuff, I'm still like, no, 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 I need comics to be able to just, like, get my ideas out there and yeah. not have to, like, pitch it to someone else and, you know, yeah. it's just, like, such a direct connection to your brain, a bit like what you're saying. When you were, you talked to me sometimes about that you actually don't enjoy drawing comics, but you just need to get your ideas out there and, like... Yeah. I mean, usually that's when I'm in crunch time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not that I... I I think it's that I really want to tell stories I would not be the person, the right person to draw. Yeah. I think I've developed a way of drawing that works for me and gets my ideas out there. But I know I, I there's been a few webcomic ideas I've had where I've started drawing and just like, nope, I do not That's like drawing spaceships. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop. Um I just I'm looking forward to collaborating more. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm hoping my goal for my career at my moment yeah. is to be trusted enough to just be part of something rather than having to keep doing everything. Yeah. Um You're just so full of ideas. I know, and they're all incredibly derivative. No. <laughs> they're all like, I watched the movie, and I want to do that. No, I, I'm like genuinely, uh, whatever, whatever the right word is, envious or jealous of your sort of ability to like create ideas, which I, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't lack in it, but like you just, it seems to come so effortlessly to you. Thank you. Yeah. But I am um, to take your compliment and then turn it into an insult (laughs) (laughs) as my brain always does yeah um it does mean that i have this tendency and you know from my stack of unfinished comics right says right right, no no but you also i do also finish you finish you close yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i do have i do have a slight tendency to get bored of the my like the thing i really focus my brain on working out and I think that's why I want to be a writer because there is a workload issue yes. with that whole relationship. Yeah. And sometimes I've got the thrill out of writing something and planning something, and then the rest of it is a slog. Yeah. And I think I need to collaborate with someone who, for that, is the joy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm super interested uh, and looking forward to getting into um like sort of your process of um how you create comics from start to finish yes because we work really differently we Um, also have completely different tastes yeah 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 and we'll definitely be exploring that really quick one what was your first comic that you read i think it was an alien versus predator comic that my brother had on his shelf yeah i think i I was very much a hand-me-down kid in terms of interests and a lot of things just like stayed with me like a drip tray on a grill <laughs> or something oh the George drip Norman. tray for your bits yeah 
<laughs> like my eldest brother, he liked drawing. He liked Godzilla. He liked Mario, and he does all still like those things. But no, yeah, you'd be all better at it now. Well, no, 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 I'm better at Godzilla. No, but like the influence is always passed down and I had no one to pass it on to so yeah. I like obsessed over those things I'm yeah like, oh, I don't think they did as much oh you are the drip tray I'm the drip tray Aww. of jeans that's weird <laughs> um what, what do you remember what your first comic was yeah so um I guess I've got two ways to answer this my first comic really ever was Calvin Hobbes mm-hmm. um I many many fond memories reading with a torch under the bed covers when I wasn't supposed to be mm. um, uh, and like stifling my laughter so my parents wouldn't come upstairs I love those comics so much mm. um, and then you know first real comic <laughs> um, was uh, issue four of Sandman <laughs> <laughs> And I I definitely have some things to say about that being my introduction to comics because it was a weird one. Well, I think I probably did read, like, newspaper comics or some, like, kids thing before I saw the Alien vs. Predator, but it's interesting how both of us saw something, like, appropriate and then something possibly not appropriate or something that was just still, like, gritty and adult. Yeah. And how that... I mean, that is part of why we love comics because we're inspired by knowing very early on the range because you talk to lots of people and they're like comics you mean those like superheroes yeah or like those things in the paper yeah. and you're like oh sweet child, <laughs> sweet child. <laughs> next episode we will be talking about comics that you would give to somebody else to get them to understand a bit about yourself Yes. Yeah, or understand We you. haven't thought of, like, a really neat uh, way Yeah. <laughs> but I think it makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to be bringing um, 12 Days by June Kim next episode. So if you want to, if you've got that, maybe give it a reread. If you want to buy it online, I have no idea if you can buy it online. <laughs> I have no idea how I bought this comic book. I don't know. It's just... It's important to me. Also remember that uh, libraries can get you things. Oh, yeah. And there's always cheaper ways to read it than you think. Yeah. Um, I will be bringing Fantasy Sports by Sam Bosma, um, which is more available. (laughs) I mean, actually, I have not gone looking for 12 days. Maybe it's very available. I just never heard of it. Um, And it should be in your local comic book store or on the no brow website or yeah. amazon or whatever it's gorgeous it's gorgeous. gorgeous it's it's like a big big one of the big hardback yeah things um so next time well, that'll be our little book club so check those out or not yeah maybe you have to wait to see if we like them or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a process we'll be doing occasionally of rereading things we liked yeah and seeing how we or didn't it like stands up and seeing what we feel like now yeah. as different people Okay, and that's done for our introduction episode zero. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, And that's goodbye from me. Oh, do you want to do Twitter handles? Yeah. Yeah, so I am uh, at T-A-R-R-A-G-O-N. That is misspelt Carrigan. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was a child and can't spell. And I'm at Tamish Steele. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um we also are at full bleed pod on twitter yeah and we'll probably have more links as the show goes on yeah
But thank you for joining. Yeah. Until next time, keep reading. <laughs> and don't get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your life. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.